This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, is a dream just a dream or can you have a paranormal encounter and be visited by ghosts and entities in those just dreams? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is, and yes, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. If you want to share your real ghost story with us, we'd absolutely love to hear it. If you want access to all of our episodes ad-free, you can get that Apple Podcasts in our premium channel there. If you're not on Apple, you can get all that through patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Tony and Carol with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on? Well, not too much. You know, um, it's pretty. I live here in the middle of Kansas, and it seems like I had to run out a little bit ago, mm-hmm. and everybody is wearing Kansas City Chief stuff. Because oh, yes. They won that game yesterday. Yes. Like, like everywhere I looked, they were wearing Kansas City Chief something. It's going to, yeah, and it's interesting because this year, because the colors are the same, where you have the Chiefs and you have the oh, 49ers. That's true. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little confusing there. I, I There was a conspiracy theory that I was trying to follow for a little bit because somebody had found a, um, a, a, a poster. Uh, like a graphic poster about, uh, you know, watch the Super Bowl uh, halftime show featuring, you know, Usher uh, during. And, it, and, it, and it, it said the names of the teams that were going to be playing in the Super Bowl prior to yesterday. Uh, and we're yeah, recording the this. Ravens and 49ers, I think. Yes. And the, and it was like, what is this? This is like, it's a mock up. When people make mock ups, you have to put something there to to fill, basically. Uh, and then when it's ready to go, then you. Um, then you put in the correct stuff, but something people don't know, and this is kind of interesting, um, because it that plays into the conspiracy that it's all rigged and da, 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 da. um, something people don't know is that they already printed, uh, and they already would have had all of these t-shirts and all of these hats and all of this stuff mm-hmm. for both teams stating you're the winner of this. Cause they have to have it ready to go like immediately, uh, yep. after the thing. 
Um, and, and you know what? I don't know what happens to these things today. I, and I'm imagining this probably isn't how it works anymore. But I, I do remember years ago when they were doing one of these with one of the Super Bowls. It was I remember the Packers were in it. And there was some story. And well, what happens to all the stuff for the team that, you know, is not really in the game and that the, the shirts and the hats are all inaccurate. Uh, and back in the day, they would give it to like third world countries. Like, here's a bunch of shirts. I heard that, too. And and then you you know and it's like a, that's a good thing. It's not just going to waste then or being burned or destroyed. I don't know if that's what the case is anymore. But uh, that would be very interesting if you're ever you know out some other part of the world and <laughs> somebody comes up to you with a Super Bowl uh, shirt for the team that didn't win. Can you? That would be very bizarre and 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 awkward in the middle of of some third world country. And they wouldn't know any different. No, I mean, and you would feel like you're in, um, and they, then they pull out like the VHS of uh, Kazam and you start watching Sinbad. It's like, wait a second, this movie's real too. And then you watch, it, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela dying years ago and uh, all the things that are Mandela effects that turn out to be true uh, in a different part of the world. But that's uh, interesting stuff. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to our first caller. Hi. Uh, from Massachusetts. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, some time uh, when I was younger. Uh, I lived up in northern Maine with my family. Um, this is way up in northern Maine uh, in the town of uh, New Sweden. One of the things that you know about Maine is that the winters are very cold um, and the snow gets very deep. Um, but there were times when we lived there, uh, things just kind of started happening. Um, my mother used to tell us stories about in the winter um, when she'd be there. My dad would go on trips sometimes, be gone for a, a little while. Uh, she would hear a particular door in the house kind of slam by itself. Uh, and she would go and check and there'd be nobody there. You know, there'd be snow on the ground. There'd be no footprints outside. Things just kind of went along like that. Uh, very kind of minor things. You'd hear people walking around downstairs. But for me, one of the, the big things that always kind of stuck with me is I used to have a recurring nightmare, um, or at least what I think is a nightmare, um, of being a child and walking up. We had a particular uh, staircase in the house uh, which had a little hallway uh, that was enclosed and then you'd go up the stairway and there'd be like an open walkway with the bedrooms lined up and down it. Uh, and in the dream, I would walk up the stairs, uh, turn the corner to go walk down the open walkway to the bedrooms and a black figure. Uh, I always think, thought of it when I was younger as like a sheet. It, it would seem like a sheet would come and kind of envelop me and kind of smother me. And as I've gotten older, I've kind of learned that that's sort of the sort of thing, you know, kind of darker entities might do. And it's always kind of interested me. I mean, I, I thought it was a dream at the time. Uh, as I got older, I've talked to people who are sensitive, um, people who uh, have kind of looked at my situation and said that they think that that might have not been a dream. It might have been a real happening. And I can honestly say that that, that is something that I would I would totally understand because also my brother told me a little bit later, uh, I have two brothers and a sister who've also, you know, kind of seen and heard things. I was told by a brother that he used to have a dream where he would go up the stairs and at the same point at the top of the stairs where I used to turn the corner 
and the thing would come out of my parents' bedroom to kind of envelop me. Uh, he used to talk about a witch that would be at the top of the stairs in his dreams. And again, he had the same kind of recurring dream uh, where the witch would take him uh, and try to kind of pull him towards the ceiling as if they were trying to go to the attic. And I also had, a, had another dream. And I know dreams for people, some people believe that ghosts or entities can come to us in dreams. Other people think dreams are just dreams. But I mean, for us to have dreams about the top of the stairs, just kind of, you know, it, it freaks me out a little bit. But I had a dream where instead of, you know, it wasn't a witch, it was my sister uh, who was at the top of the stairs. But the stairs used to had a, had a um, light switch at the top, but there was no light switch at the bottom. But in my dream, there was a light switch at the bottom of the stairs. And I went to the bottom of the stairs and I flipped the light switch. And my sister was at the top of the stairs, but she had this like real demonic look on her face. Now, we left there when I was really young. Um, so she was young, too. Might have been seven or eight years old when we left there. Uh, but it was still, I mean, it, it was my sister in the dream. But the face was something kind of old and kind of crone-like. Um, so that is something that I've remembered for a long time. The other thing that I, another dream, just the last part of that is that, um, we were leaving. We, we moved out of that house when I was really young. And I remember the, just before we moved away, um, moved from Maine down to Massachusetts, uh, I had a dream. Uh, and in that dream, my brother, the same brother who had the dream, used to have the dream about the witch at the top of the stairs was actually going up the stairs and there was, um, I don't know, you guys have probably seen the movie Poltergeist, uh, the scene where the woman comes down the stairs and she's kind of got that flowing everything, you know, white and billowy. That's what it looked like. Uh, it was at the top of the stairs and it was kind of like he was going up towards her, uh, almost like he was saying goodbye or she was saying goodbye, uh, which always kind of struck me as weird. Again, because top of the stairs, my brother's involved. It's just, you know, a little bit too perfect to be a coincidence, at least in my mind. But the last thing that I will tell you about this house that I remember, and this also ties into the stairway, is I remember, you know, this is a memory. This is, I know this wasn't a dream. This is a memory. And this is where I think the person told me that what the uh, black figure coming out of my parents' bedroom was actually something negative, is I remember being young in that house, uh, I remember my parents were redoing the dining room, which where you had to, the kitchen was uh, at the front of the house or at the, excuse me, the back of the house. You go through the dining room. There was the doorway into the little hallway, which went up to the stairs. Um, and I remember my, everybody in my family was in the kitchen and I had been walking through the dining room. I had left them in there. It was kind of dark. Uh, and I went into the hallway and I actually heard sort of a, low guttural voice from the top of the stairs say come here um and then the next thing i knew i was in the kitchen with my family again um and i had lost sort of that time in between being at the bottom of the stairs and hearing the voice and it was probably about a half hour later that i went back into the kitchen or found myself in the kitchen um, and that is kind of also what leads me to believe along with what my sensitive friend told me is, you know, whatever happened at that point, the dream that I had about the dark thing at the top of the stairs was probably, um, real and something had happened that I can't explain. Um, and I mean, this is something again, like I said, that's followed me throughout my life. Um, there have been 
other situations that I've been in that I'd love to tell you guys about at some point. Um, but that's just, you know, one part of my life was in that house up in Northern Maine. Uh, and it's kind of affected me since then. So, you know, when you have experiences like that, I'm sure that your, your listeners and, and the people that call in can tell you it's something that sticks with you and you, you kind of want answers. And I think that's why a lot of us get, get interested in the paranormal, um, and what goes on with that. So, uh, and I, I appreciate uh, all that you do. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that uh, experience with us. Thoughts on that one? You know, I think that he's right. When you grow up in an environment like that, it definitely sticks with you. I don't think that's anything you get rid of. Mm-hmm. I also think that when you grow up in a place like that, just because from firsthand experience, that you do tend to dream about it. And I think that it's because because what is you know you're living in this environment every day that you're up at the stairs so i think you could have dreams that have some sort of paranormal significance Mm -hmm. but i also think that you could just have dreams because it's so in your brain you know Mm -hmm. it's like you're living with this anxiety every day and you're afraid and so yeah when you dream at night i think it would be weird to not have dreams about it sure because i know i dreamt about about the house I lived in, but I also think that there was a couple dreams I had that were different, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know what exactly happened in that dream, but it did not feel like a regular dream. So I also think it's kind of like when you have a visitation dream, it feels different than just dreaming about that loved one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it all just depends on the dream and you got to go with your gut on it. Mm -hmm. Because nobody can tell you what your dream actually... I mean, there's theories on what they mean, and maybe a psychic or an empath or somebody could tell you that's what they think is going on. But I think when you listen to your gut, you know what's a weird dream. Yeah, it's just a dream. Yeah, I uh, I would agree uh, as well. That is a creepy story, uh, and sometimes you you just know those those differences in feelings, and and it, it does make a big difference. Thank you for sharing that uh, that story with us. If you want to share yours, you can write it at realghoststoriesonline.com or write it at, or call it rather, at 855-853-4802. If you want access to our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, all that stuff, you can get it through Apple Podcasts on our page there or patreon.com slash realghoststories. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to another episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? 
not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Listen up! I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 